the I Am Talk Kona Super Specials, your daily fix in all things Kona. Alright guys, uh, part two of the Kona Super Special race day coverage. It's all happened, but it's still happening out there. It's still happening. We, we, we wanted a break. We're a bit shagged. Yeah, it's been, been a big day. <laughs> uh, this is proudly brought to you by... Challenge Athletes Foundation. Get onto it. As I always say for all of them. Endurance Sport Travel. Get onto it. And our usual sponsors, trybuys.com. Get onto it. Athletes.com. Get onto it. And coffeesofhawaii.com. Can you tell we're a little bit tired? A little fatigued. The boys have been athletes. They, well, they think they're out there. <laughs> they're not tired. <laughs> So you're going to hear basically what we've been up to out on the out on the course, and uh, here's all the updates. And here we go. So we're heading towards the media room right now. We've kind of had like an hour and a half off just to upload the first show, and we're heading down to the media room. It's a bit of a kind of, kind of a funny feel around the place. Everyone's just kind of waiting to see what's happening, eh? Everybody's just trying to find somewhere cool to chill out and just relax. It's going to be a long afternoon in the sun. Yeah. Uh, race-wise, it's pretty exciting, but it's looking like it's going to be like a real runners race, which is probably good for the guys in the front kind of pack. But there's a lot of guys in the second pack who are a little bit out of contention that would have been. What's the gap between the two at the moment? Sure. Okay, nice. Not, not, not good podcasting. Okay, well, that's great. Well, how about that? Uh, this pair of shoes, they're pretty cool, John. You'll be liking those. A pair of Mizunos, I'm liking it, <laughs> liking it. <laughs> right, yeah. We'll uh, be back with some more great podcasting, really. Can you like that? <laughs> no, <laughs> keep it. So, so uh, it's, uh, where are we, John? It's, it's, the, John's making a prediction right now, and I'm not sure if it's true or not, but it's a prediction, and I'm going with it. Your prediction is they've started the run. My prediction is start the run. It's uh, midday, and I'm predicting they've started the run. But we had word on the street was they may be on course for uh, a course record, which is 4:17. And yeah. But was that them just doing the whole talking it up thing? He's, he's likely to be close to that. It's pretty good conditions, uh, so he's going to be at the ballpark. You guys will be watching Liedo's in front, and we're about probably one one mile into the run on Alihi Drive, actually about 50 metres away from Lava Java, so we're going to sit here and watch them come past and see the carnage unravelling as uh, guys try to run, you know, a five-minute first mile. And uh, and I think the guys' race is looking good. Guys' race is exciting, eh? So is the girls. I mean, because the girls well, first after after Chrissy. Yeah, but it's going to be a huge shake-up in women's top ten. I mean, Chrissy's going to should go on and dominate unless we see a bull and you phrase a meltdown, you know, right right towards the end. Yeah. Well, they, they were saying on the bike she's looking a little bit tired, so mm-hmm. so we'll we'll see. But. Uh, Conditions-wise, uh, breezes start to come up, which is going to be great for everybody on the run. Uh, and it's still quite, it's hot. Yeah, it's she's hot. hot. One thing I think that's more important than anything else, other than the race, is the fact that John and I have got a shaded spot, and you yeah. did well here, mate. Yeah. I, I pulled over, so I got some free muscle milk, and you found found a spot, and I got you no milk as well. You weren't happy with that, were you? I, I wanted some milk, but then, <laughs> but then I had a sip of it. It was disgusting, so I wasn't. But they have vanilla and chocolate as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, we've, got, we've got someone else here, and hello. <laughs> who, who we got here? It's Jamie Hunt. Jamie Hunt. How you going? From two, two, two times you. Two times you. How you feeling, mate? Yeah, very good, thank you. What are you thinking about the day? The it's experience. A, it's a great day. Uh, it's getting pretty hot out there, but the, the clouds coming over, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Nice, nice. And have we seen? Uh, have you got any two times you athletes uh, in the mix there? 
in the mix? Actually, no, not really. <laughs> oh, really? So, is, is it heartbreaking as a company? Because I know all that exposure you get. Like, is that a bugger of a thing? Uh, not really. We haven't invested too much in Ironman athletes. So we're going from that next year onwards. So, we're going to have a team next year with Ironman for Ironman athletes. So. Oh, really good inside golf. Love your work. You ever raced Kona, Jamie? No, I never have, actually. No. Well, ever will? Uh, I actually want to race next year, so I'm, I'm actually in training for it now. Smackdown has begun. <laughs> the talk has been, where are you going to qualify? Um, I'm going to Ironman China in March. Oh, nice. Oh. The hot one, well, maybe not so hot. Easy to, easy to <laughs> I'm actually did a qualified there, so. Yeah, yeah. nice one. When, when you guys are approaching athletes, how do you approach an athlete in regards to getting sponsorship? You know, is it just about money or do they want, what, what do most athletes actually want when it comes to sponsorship? Uh, firstly, they want, they want a very good product. Yep. So that always helps with our brand because we're the best product. Um, <laughs> nice, <laughs> no, nice, good company man, I like yeah. it. Um, but it, it also, I mean, of course, always money gets involved as well. Yeah. But I mean, having, if you get a good product, always is your foot in the door. Well, what about when you get the athlete who thinks they're worth more than they are in your mind? Oh, we get plenty of those. You probably get 25 patients every day, and some guy could be 25th in his age group at some little race and yeah. Yeah. emails you wanted to respond to him. You know, it's, yeah. it's quite amusing sometimes. And, and what, so, what do you guys need? You, you guys want people who give you exposure, don't you? Oh, absolutely, and I, mean, I think first and foremost, they have to be big, big good guys and be very approachable. And there's a lot of pros who aren't very approachable and kind of quite <laughs> arrogant. And, and, and those are the guys we don't want. Yep. So yeah. personality first, and then results. And yep. And prediction for the day? Um, I think Crowey um, for sure. He's, he's in, in a good spot. Ooh. So I think Crowey, uh, and then Rasmus Henning is another guy. I kind of I'm looking at in favour as well. So they're my two picks. If John came out of retirement, would you would you sponsor him as a paid athlete? <laughs> Oh, ab- absolutely. <laughs> That's all we wanted to hear. What we keep, what we were giving you this back to you when he comes out of retirement. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for your time, mate. Thanks no worries. That's what we do. That's, uh, we do a podcast. So the first male competitor has just passed the crew. And uh, what were you thinking, John? He's looking a little heavy. He's looking He's looking like he's not going to run 250 or anything, which is what he's going to need to run to, uh, to, to, to be in contention to win. Uh, but who knows? If he, if he just holds it together, could be on the podium, but he's not going to win it. It's a funny race in that you, you kind of come through town and you get all the support and everyone's on the street and it's kind of a really good buzz. And I suppose this is Ironman as a sport, but then you go out of town and you're totally isolated, aren't you? Well, even on even on a league drive, you know, the, the, the crowd is very much centralised around town and, and once you get out, you know, people some people are sitting outside the condos. When you come back down a league, you'll get another buzz, but then when you get on the Queen K, it's you and the aid stations and that's it. It's lonely land again. One thing that's really cool when you're doing the race, for those who haven't actually done the race before, is when you go down a league drive in the kind of lonely section of it, people come out with their hoses and it's your happy place isn't it John? It is your happy place. Gotta to try to keep your shoes as dry as possible. That's yeah. that's a challenge. Aim for the head. Aim for the head and uh, it's all good. That means you're finished, doesn't it? It means you're finished. Okay, I, I need to read this, you know, it just kinda of stops on me, yeah. Okay, beautiful. Now we know that you know the results, but it has it's been a little bit fascinating, isn't it John? We 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 didn't expect it to be like this. We kind of expected well, Crowey to be out front with the fast runners. We, we left the live coverage um, with maybe 30 miles to go on the bike and you know, it looked like it was just going to be one big group coming in, but it's been carnage out there. Carnage, John. It's carnage and uh, there's some big gaps and it's going to be an exciting run. I mean, Mac is in pole position. Well, we, we, we came, when Mac came around the corner, so we are on the beach down Lehi Dry here, just by Lava Java, and uh, we did think to ourselves, oh, who's that running up there? And when we saw Mac, we thought, shit. And then it's pretty much three minutes for him to Alexander, so... Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, he's going to be tough to beat. I mean, sure, anything can happen, and this is mile one. And he has pushed hard on the bike. But if he runs his normal sort of run, you know, 2.45 around that region... And, and he, he can afford to be a little bit conservative at first, yeah, can't he? He can, but he can just get in there, rhythm. There's no, there's no runners around him so he can just do his race to his, to his advantage I mean to Corey's advantage there he's got three runners with him mm-hmm. two runners with mm-hmm. him and so. yeah 
We've got to stop commentating though, because you guys are gonna, it's all going to be over by the time you end. Know, but maybe they can get the excitement of the moment, John. We've got a, a few people. Yeah, a few people are out of it. Brownie is out of it. Uh, Terenzo was, was still hanging in this. So that was good. Yeah. A few of the Cosmo Bank boys were, were out of it, but Norman was—he looked like he was running pretty fresh, and he can run, you know, two fifty-ish. Uh, hey, it's the early days in the marathon, so uh, we're going to rock on. Marino we'll be Van Honecker coming past now. You picked him, didn't you? Did. Come on, Marino! Come on, up to fifth. Yeah, I was picking up a fifth. My my picks have been appalling, appalling at best. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to beat you in the picks, especially Mac, because you didn't have Mac there, did you? He was my win or nowhere. So, so I did say win or nowhere. Yeah, well. And so, yeah. so maybe I win because I still did say that. No, 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 I win. Yeah. Well, I haven't won yet. It's early days. Anyway, here we go. If John and I were single men, which luckily we're not, we're both deeply in love. But if we were a single men right now and we're trying to pick up, we would be out of the league, John, wouldn't we? Navy boys come past, looking groovy. Chicks taking chicks, pictures. Beautiful hot chicks are just looking in the white suits and the, the chicks just lapping it up, aren't they? Right. Speaking of chicks, we are going to have our first female probably through. Oh, I love her. I love your transition yeah, there. Probably about seven minutes or so. And probably the biggest thing that has surprised me about today, I mean, this run has been quite different to what I was expecting, but the gaps in the women's field coming out of the swim were enormous. Yeah, we're huge, eh? We're huge, and I was not expecting that. And I think what's going to be really exciting on the run is I just think the top 10 coming off the bike is going to be completely transformed on the run. I mean, Chrissy Wellington, you have to assume, is going to win, but I think the whole top 10 is going to have a really it's big shake-up. fascinating run race, isn't it? I'm just going to go buy a navy suit. I'll see you soon. Yeah. I'm noticing a bit of fashion, but also the size of some of these guys. And that's a big difference between when you go and watch the World Short Course Champs. The guys are skinny, they look like runners, they are fast. And these guys handsome. are units, man. And a lot of them are units, not just one or two. He looks like a bloody bodybuilder. He is ginormous. Oh, man, and Andy Potts is a big unit as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. but you know, that's the thing. If you swim hard, bike hard, run, you know, three hours, just below three hours, you can do very well in Ironman. But to, to win here, you've got to be a bit smaller. Man, I was a bit intimidated by him, mate. I was getting out of his way. He's, uh, anyway, we've got some more people coming up right now. I mean, it's a brutal race when you think about it, Jonbo, because you got these guys who, are, who turn up to most races and do pretty well. And we've just had Michael Lovato pass. What, what place do you reckon he'd be? Must be like 30th or something? Yeah, plus the rest. Yeah, plus the rest. 28 minutes down. And, and you got to go out. You know, there's a whole pride thing of finishing the race. You know what I mean? And it's like, he's going to get nothing today. He's going to get no prize money. He's going to get no coverage for his sponsors. And he's going to go out there and suffer. And, and, so would you pull out? It's that whole do I pull out thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If I was probably a professional athlete, yes, I probably would, and I'd probably go off and I'd probably do Arizona. Yeah. But you may have, if you're in a different situation, your sponsors are expecting you to be here and expecting you to finish, different story. But if you're a pretty much you know, one-man band and it didn't really matter too much in terms of your bottom line, I think, you know, you've got to make the business decision. You've got to, you're in the sport to make money. And it's a hub, that whole pride versus money. And, and, and for the, the age group athlete out there who's thinking about doing some racing, you know what, get to the finish line. But if you're a pro and you know you're going to make no money today, well, I know, I, th I probably would pull the plug myself. Or you, or you treat it as a training day and you go, you know, I'm just going to cruise this run and I'll treat it as a good training day and then I won't, it won't bash me around too much. Yep. It'll be a good, solid training day. But if you really just got to, it's just, I don't know. It's a hardcore way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for different ways to do the fashion and now I'm in John and good old Mike Agro from CHE. What's CHE? Uh, Maybe Czech Republic, yeah. Yep. He, uh, he's probably a reactions guy. He had his head upside down facing upwards and it was pretty fashion, wasn't it? The visor was going upwards. Interesting tactic. Maybe next year we'll all be doing that. Very interesting. So we've had Chrissy go past and uh, my prediction is she's going to win the race by 20 minutes plus. 
15 minutes plus. My prediction is she's going to win by 20 minutes plus too, John. <laughs> that's because you're the legend, I'm spoiling your advice. Well, I don't know. My, the rest of my prediction has been pretty fair. Actually, actually, yeah, she's only going to win 15. From, from England, Ipswich, Suffolk, England. Beautiful Suffolk, eh? Yeah, Suffolk. Oh. East, East Coast, John, East Coast. Suffocating place that is. <laughs> Did you just make that up, mate? I've got that, yeah. It's flat. So, uh, you're over here supporting some mates doing the race. How are you actually feeling as a supporter on the day? Jealous. Really? Hot. Uh, but it makes you want to train a bit harder, maybe come back next year. Really? So it just gives you the itch? Oh yeah, big time, big time. And, and are you enjoying the day you spent? Don't you need to be able to get around and see everything? It's a lot easier than I thought. Oh really? Why? Uh, well, see them, uh, the swim, you can watch great from pretty much any cafe, which is always good news. Yep. Uh, then get out for a quick swim, come back out, uh, see them going out and back on the bikes. And then on the run, if you stand where I'm standing now, which is kind of, what's it called, Hot Point? Yeah, Hot Corner. You can, see, you can see them like three times. Yeah, How good is that? And then just go finish line at the end? Oh yeah, yeah, and we're going to try and stick it out till midnight. Oh really? Nice. Oh. Get back to your coffee place, get some more coffee then. Yeah, coffee's off Hawaii. Nice, nice, <laughs> love your work. Love it. Bye-bye, right. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another one from Ipswich here from England, good old Simon, how you going mate? Yeah, fine, good. Yeah, are you enjoying the experience of, of being a, a spectator at this great race? Yeah, it's really good, first time here and um, really loving it. <laughs> so, so we are talking this before, you, would you want to actually come back and do the race or does it kind of scare you a little bit? It does scare me a bit. I think I'll have to improve quite a bit to cope with the heat. Really? Because it's stupidly hot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially this time of day now. Yeah, yeah. Not used to it in England. So what are your predictions for the day? Macca. Macca? You, you reckon yeah. he's going to take it? And uh, Christy Wellington. So. Oh, really? Well, you're a problem. Yeah, well, but you, you ride as well, she will take it out. So make yeah. us make us for the win. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Nice. And, and you hang around here for a little bit longer or what's happening for you yeah, guys? We're gonna, we're gonna stay here all day and, and tonight, so party hard all day. The car's parked over there, so I don't think we'll get out for a while. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, mate, you have a good day, enjoy the experience. Yeah, and you. Cheers, Sweet. thank you. A few lessons we could probably teach about this race, John, is that you don't really want to sprint in the first K, do you? No, we're seeing a bit of that going on. <laughs> a few people are looking like they're gonna win the race. I can't wait to see the 30Ks from now. No. First mile split though, they'll be going, yeah, yeah the man. Yeah, the man, he was as happy as daisies, wasn't he? He was looking groovy. Yeah. The other thing I'm learning is that you need to bring some equipment along because I'm noticing a few whistles, a few clickers. You need the in-road, they have the uh, the, the clangy things you, yeah. and you spin around and I yeah. should have remembered that. We, and I've got one, you've got one I've too. I've got one too. Yeah. We didn't do our peas on that one, did we? We did not. We need something. Well, the age groupers are starting to come through right now. Few are looking a little bit tired, few are looking strong. Some look like they have killed the bike because yeah. they, they mustered to, to be this far up. Yeah, so these are the guys who are going to be sitting close to nine hours, aren't they? Yeah, well, we'll try to get a bit of an interview with them. Um, I really want to try to get the first age group back. Okay. Number 160 is coming through. He's a, he's a pro, though. Yeah, and he's looking like shit. It's game over. Yeah. Slightly concerned, John, because you see a lot of people out here and they go out running and, you know, it cramps a little bit deserved, you know, because it's a hard race, isn't it, John? Hey, we've been working hard. And, and, and wait a second, are you starting to cramp? Bit of quad cramp. Bit of quad cramp, and you're not doing anything. My quad's actually quite sore out of heaven, so leave me alone. <laughs> people are saying, are you coming back? And I think it's an indication. Now's not the time. Now is not the time. Okay, let's get on the road. Let's go see some people do some work. Do you know what, John? We've got a race on. We have got a very good race on. It's, it's a pretty exciting day to be out here watching the race because the men's race is just open, isn't it? And we haven't really had much of a look at the women's yet, but the men's race, is some, some changes happening in potentially. Well, you guys, again, you'll be watching it, but uh, here comes Pete Jacobs. Pete, go Pete Jacobs. I love your work, Pete Jacobs. Go Pete Jacobs! Oh, Pete Jacobs, he was loving that from us, wasn't he? He was, he was. He, he, I've never seen him look so happy. So we're about to go out into the death zone. We're going to go out into the Queen K, and that's where... John was worried about getting a little too hot. Yeah. Oh, you're a bit weak today, mate. Oh, bit on. of cramp in the quad. Come on. Uh, and so we're going to see what's going to happen, because it potentially could close up out there. 
And it could be what we've all been hoping for coming out of the energy lab. Could be carnage. It's, it's going to be, I think. Yeah. A few people are hurting. So it's a great day, guys. It's a great day to watch a race. It's hot. Legs are cramping. <laughs> people are getting too hot. AKA Coach Sean Newsom. Here comes the Queen K. Okay, here we go. So it's interesting now, John. We're in about what, 13th place now. The 13th place for men just probably took over. Yep, Luke yep. McKenzie. Luke McKenzie. So it's pretty interesting now, but we're kind of looking at the runners and they're all going past and they seem to be working at a similar pace. So it's really just about who can kind of sustain to the end of the day now, isn't it? Yeah, nobody looks like they're really going to run through. I mean, the guys, uh, second and third, Crowley and uh, Rayleigh, look like they're going to run up for the win. Yep. But nobody else looks like they're, you know, it's just settle in, yep. hold this place, just get to the finish. You yeah. Know? Like Terenzo, yeah, might, Mac and might have been going backwards a little bit um, by the look of it, but the rest, look, you know, they looked about the same. Yeah, it's pretty interesting racing out here. It's, it's, it's kind of an interesting time right now because for us it's really quiet and kind of calm, but then you get the runners starting to come through, and in the next half an hour you're going to get that big bunch of, you know, the second tier pros and the top age group is going to start coming through. Chrissy, the hammer, Wellington. Yeah, how far away is she behind? She will be another 15 minutes. You learn stuff about people when you spend a lot of time with them, and I'm learning a lot about John Newsom on this trip. First of all, anything he does is quite, you know, maybe questionable. He takes no responsibility. He's been farting, he's been littering, he's been doing. You're a disgrace. It's not litter. <laughs> well, what he does is he puts litters in other people's bikes or bags and claims it for them. Usually, my Bevan just comes around, just kicks all my gear around, kicks out my drink bottle, my frozen Gatorade. <laughs> Always down the sun, sound like an old couple, mate. It's been too long. Anyway, we need our girls. <laughs> we, need our girls. we need some loving. Right, yeah. Two, let's go. Okay, so we've got Chris Campbell here, Olympic athlete. Too scared to do Ironman, so he's on the sidelines. Some would call him soft, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some would call him soft, and he's one of the training mates of Andreas Australia, who's currently in uh, tie for second place. Yeah, and it's exciting. Uh, race. what are you thinking? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's kind of going exactly how we planned, to be perfectly honest. Um, you know, the idea was to, to get a get a pretty quick rhythm with uh, Crowey going and uh, you know talked to Crowey before and he was quite keen to get a good rhythm going so they're really working to well together and they're swapping the turns off and I'm pretty sure they're going to catch Chris. Um, was it, what happened towards the end of the bike there because he did tail off a bit uh, coming off the bike and he was a little bit down? Yeah no he, he, he always seems to struggle with this last like 15-20k I think it's going to take a couple of years you know where you can have this this extra bit where you can keep up the whole way being quite comfortable position and you see it on all his data with all his power output it just power just falls off always in the last 20k and you know, that's something we tried to work on leading into the race, and obviously the wind's got him on the way back in, and he just tailed off. But for some reason or not, he seems to have this ability, no matter, even if he bonks, he can still come out and get into that 5.45 rhythm really early, and then he's just dropping off slowly, but he's not losing as much time as he normally would. It's quite a solid, I didn't realise he was quite so tall. He's, what, give, us, give us a breakdown of size, approximately. Approximately, well, you know, uh, yeah, he's, he's weighing, he's actually, I mean, he's incredibly lean at the moment. I think there's one reason I believe that those two are running together at the front is because they look the fittest guys out here and they look like guys that would run in a marathon than any other day. I think there's a lot of guys out here that are really big, big boys. really yeah. big, and they're paying for it really big time now. Were you as worried when Mecca came off the bike three minutes in front or do you think you'd kind of blown his work? No, nah, well I went out on the bike and I saw these guys, I saw that front group mate and there were a lot of guys sitting pretty in that front group for a long, long, long time, you know, nearly 150k and he was working, working really hard Mecca, I'm talking about, and, and Timo and Norman just to bridge that gap, you know, they were at one stage they were four and then they were three and then they were two, so the whole time they would have been working that whole 150 and when he got there, whether it's, it's Macca being Macca or, or whatever, he just went straight past and, you know, I mean, obviously he's paying for that now, but, you know, who knows, you know, I mean, maybe he comes back and he holds on to th and can get back in the position, I'm not sure. So what about regards to uh, who do you think's going to take it out? Because they're obviously going to, you know, working together now, but, you know, like it's, what, when, when does that moment come? <coughs> 50. 
Oh. Yeah, I know. I think I think um, you know he. I think they tested each other a couple of times out here on the way up. Um, Pal- up Palani um, rally. He definitely didn't um, change his rhythm. Um, you know, I was counting his, stro- uh, his stride rate, and he definitely did change, and he pulled away, and then then he pulled away again through a drink station, and then again Crowey uh, did the same to him. So they played each other out a little bit. I think they've tested themselves out, and I'd say with a little bit of a bit of side side wind tailwind along here, it's going to be who can hold that it's leg speed. It's going to be the Iron War all over again up that final hill down Palani. It's exciting times. We won't have to talk about 1989 anymore. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> this is inspire you, mate. You know, like, I know you're not out. This isn't your sport, but do you think like day one day you'd like to come and knock one out? Yeah, mate. I, I, I have to be honest and say that if I did it, I, I really would like to do it. Um, probably, you know, I'd really yeah. like to do it. Probably. And for me at the moment, you know, my my goals are firmly focused on London and the Olympics, and, and I think that's where my niche is at the moment. And, so that would mean, you know, it's a four or five year deal down the track and I might be getting on by that time, mate. I might, I might be running. You don't look 23. You look sharp and young. So, so yeah, no, I'm really enjoying uh, helping rally with everything this year. It's been really interesting, you know, getting the getting both sides of the, of the fence, you know, seeing what he has to do. And we didn't change a hell of a lot, but, but you know, we had to change a little bit and it's just interesting to see how it's transversing across. And, you know, it's kind of cool. How much short course racing has he done this season? I know he did a little bit at the start. Has he done much? Yeah, we kind of broke the year in three, into three and I talked to John quite a lot, John Hallamans about this and, you know, we John, John, you some I was, yeah, I was, advi- yeah, I was advising as well. John, 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 Running at good speed with a low heart rate, but increasing his cadence because so you can see he gets, he's got quite a loping stride, and he's and he's shortened that up quite a lot, even from his when he was racing in ITU. So we worked a lot on that at the start of the year, and a lot to do that was was, was for the races that we did in New Zealand, and then he went back to, to Germany and then started doing a massive bike block and pretty much did a big bike block all the way through to Frankfurt, raced Frankfurt off a bike block, and then what he ran in Frankfurt was insane for the amount of running he did you know he just we just didn't do any and he can still get off the bike and, and run 246 and so then we knew okay we just need to work a little bit on the bike we don't need to focus too much on it because he did a great ride there and then get stuck into the running and that's what we've done the last eight weeks got stuck in the running in austin and, and yeah so far so good got what well, we got probably about uh 40 about 40 minutes of the race to go yeah, what's, what's, what's happening for you for the rest of the 2009 is it well, mate, if, if this goes the way the way it's going, I'm, mate, I might be on holiday next week. Nice. <laughs> nice. But yeah, no, I, I still I still think it's a long way to go, mate. And I think, you know, I ran, we ran this section um, twice in the last 11 days, and I, you know, we decided that this is where this is where you earn your money. And you know, he's about to see if he can earn it. And then Crowe's done it before, and you know, you got to be the champion. Yep. Drive for show, you putt for dough. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The cliches are coming out. We're loving it. <laughs> So the big party that's going to be happening tomorrow night is the Kiwi Swiss party. Not talking up yet. She's putting too much pressure on the girl. Kiwi? No, you can't. Oh, Western love. And we're trying to score some tickets, and, and so John's up to Hillary because she may be our source, but maybe not. But anyway, Hillary's got a man out here. She's she's keen to do well. And uh, how's he going? He is going fantastic. Um, he broke away on the bike by himself. Came off the bike in second, um, quite quite far ahead of the rest of the dudes. Um, he is not uh, known for his running, but right now he's hanging in the top 10. At, we, went, we went into the energy lab, he was in ninth. He's a bit warm, I can tell. Um, he's not so uh, comfortable any longer, but I think that if he can uh, keep his head together, we can hang on to the top 10 and that would be fantastic. Nice, nice. And you're enjoying watching today? 
Um, I don't know. It's giving me a heart attack. But are, are you working on your tan? You're you, you looking pretty tanned anyway, Hillary, but are you taking it to the next level? I'm taking it to the next level. Nice. Some of our picks have not been so good today. I know! I know! We've been shocking, mate! I'm sorry to tell you! Chrissy's not going down. No, but I, I told you she would not go down. Yeah, I just said I, it might know, be a bit closer than normal. And I'll be anxious to see how the girls look when they come out here to the lab. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating out here. Okay, mate. Love, love talking to you as always, Hillary. Thanks. <laughs> it's a pretty exciting time. We're all excited. Because what's happening, John? It's all happened in the energy lab. It's all happened. Charlie's broken away. He's cracking! He's cracking! He is cracked, he is cracked. Uh, well, he is not even in sight. He's coming up in sight now. He will have cracked a good 45 to maybe even up to a minute in the energy lab. So, Crow, he may be the only yeah. second guy ever to win it twice in a row. He's the third guy. Oh, yeah. Tim DeBoon did it, didn't he? Tim DeBoon, probably Dave Scott, Mark Allen. That's probably about it. Maybe Peter Reed. Yeah, get your facts right before you open your mouth. Yeah, I should. Why well, I always go to you because you're the fat yeah. guy. Well, I just gave you my facts. I'm saying Dave Scott, Mark Allen, Tim DeBoon. Tim DeBoon. Not so sure about Peter Reid, but no, Peter Reid didn't. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's looking good. He's looking over a minute now. I think. I think my prediction. I've got to put my house on it. Crowe's winning it. So I'm putting that down as well. Two minutes coming out of the energy lab. Nice. One gets a little bit angry at times, and, and I think deep down he's an angry soul. I'm discovering on this trip. But you know, there's no helmet. You hate it when people don't wear helmets. So you. Even I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> lover, I'm not a fighter. fighter. But what are your your stars in your eyes? Just rode past without a helmet, John. I think he's trying to get back me from the Phuket experience. <laughs> Peter Reid has got no helmet on it. Are you disappointed, John? I'm disappointed. It's irresponsible behaviour. Irresponsible. You getting angry? I'm taking a few deep breaths. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Okay, you're spreading the love. There's no children about to it. <laughs> so John's uh, got me to push the record button again because he's an ideas man. He is. What's the idea, John? We need a statistician out there to basically get, like say, the first 50 guys times to find their best times in Hawaii and see how close the race would be if everybody raced to their potential because there's so many guys exploding out there imagine how close the race would be if everybody said their PB their PB because like these guys we know haven't even come Brownie hasn't come past you know so many guys exploding out there it would be interesting to see how so close like you could have a virtual race maybe right. one of the computer programs yeah. get on it we need a statistician or a computer geek to work this out for us please okay, please do that by next week because we want it done so, so when it comes to equipment, you know, there's some flash gear, and, and if you're going to see flash gear, this is the place to see it. But then there's some stupid gear as well, isn't it, John? We've just seen a rider come past wearing what, John? Full length black tights, full length black top. Do you think they're hot? Uh, they're, they're not looking so hot right now. <laughs> but I bet they're feeling so hot right now. Oh, what are you thinking? Who's giving you advice? I reckon it might be, it might be lowering their heart rate by 20 beats per minute, though. <laughs> Nice. Chrissy Wellington is honestly just annihilating this field. We're in the corner of the energy lab and it's pretty hot here and she went in probably about 15, 20 minutes ago. I think it was, I think it was about 13, 14 minutes ago. Okay, and, and there's not another woman in sight. She is just, it's a different game. They need to have a, a Chrissy race and then the women's race. I wonder if she could be out of the energy lab before the rest of the girls get here. I reckon she probably will be. I wouldn't surprise me. She's just... Yeah. And she's looking strong, she's sharp. She, she wasn't looking like she was going that fast, but I bet she's going pretty fast. She looked like she was leaning back a little bit. Yep. But, uh, oh yeah, she's a little way in front. There's a lot of people getting checked today. Would you be getting checked, John? I would, I would be yeah. getting checked. Yeah, we get checked big time. Yeah, we, so. we, we stole that off uh, the Iron Man talk, guys. Uh, the Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, that's it, John. Okay. Well, it's a exciting race, really. We're thinking Crow, he's won the men's. Uh, we've got Mark Peach Fisser, the Curly Freight Train, sorting out. He, he's our statistician. Yeah, well, I went with both, didn't I? I went near Tully and Tully, yeah. Tully and Curly Freight Train. 
Yeah, yeah. So how's what's happening here, mate? Oh, it's exciting out here in the Energy Lab. What happened to you in the Energy Lab? I heard you got kicked out. Where? Oh yeah, we were, we ran down in the Energy Lab. Marshalls came down and wanted to penalise Maca because we said go Maca. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe if you hadn't gone in the illegal area, that wouldn't be the problem. Well, it could be. The, it could be it too. Yeah. He wanted to know if we knew, and we said Just yeah. Because you're the curly Italian Sicilian freight train. <laughs> yeah, I think we can run the show out here in the Energy Lab. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful day, mate. It's a beautiful day. John and I have just uh, been in the media centre and it's a pretty special time really because Chrissy Wellington's just about to come in and uh, she's going to do something that doesn't happen much in a sport. She's about to beat the woman's record. Uh, pretty amazing, eh? Yeah. <laughs> thanks, mate. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, it's a memorable moment and that's how you remember it. Yep. Uh, it, it is pretty special, but isn't it? Yep. Okay. Yes, it is very no, no, I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> I think Chrissy Wellington's a bloody legend. This is a good time to have a media pass because we, no, we've got media pass. Go on, let's do it. Here we go. Here she's coming. Congratulations, Yvette. Right, we're here at the finish. Chrissy Willing is going to come in in about 17. She's going to come 18th place. New course record coming up. Here she comes. No, no, she's still a little bit further away. She's going to be close, though. I think she's going to do it, John. Do you think she's going to do it? I think she's going to do it. 51.06. Love your work. I'm going to go 8.52.03. Okay, nice. Okay, so there you go. Well, I think there's a few things we need to talk about. First of all, is Chrissy better than Paula? Well, she's been the record, so yes. Yeah, but yeah. do you think overall it's a good little challenge to have, isn't it? Uh, it is, you know. It's the same, I, I think it's the same course that she's obviously set the record on, so, you know, same course. Fair day. I'm sure Paula. The day Paula set the record was a was a you know a more comfortable day. Of course, um, yeah. And yeah. so it's a like for like basis. So she hasn't be- beaten, hasn't set up the legacy quite yet that Paula set up. But she's, she got she's eight, on her way. She? And she's unbeaten over Iron Man, and that's that's pretty unheard of. I mean, Paula was around for a lot longer. Now, did um, Paula win like was she as dominant outside of Hawaii? Like I know Erin Baker used to push her. She wasn't as dominant. You know, this was where she she was dominant. Um, but she still won now, a lot Paul, of races. Now, when Paula was racing, was Paula racing a lot? Like, because Chrissy doesn't do a lot of races. Oh, she does seventy point threes. You started to quiz me on things, which was <laughs> when I was about fifteen. And so, so sharpen up, mate. Yeah, you know that old. Sharpen up. But it was interesting times out there. We were out there watching the guys race, and and uh, I thought that was it was a great race. You know, lots of changes out there, and uh, it got pretty exciting for a while there. But then the Energy Lab really separated it and kind of it made it, it was the defining moment of the race, wasn't it? Was. it? As so, often as you know, that top ten. I don't think many people would have, uh, you know, it's, it was a lot different, you know. I think breakthrough races, we've got a couple that we were talking about before. Uh, Rasmus Henning, I mean, that was, yes, it was a breakthrough, but we were kind, kind of, of a lot expected. of ex- expected. Although, that. considering the hand situation, he's got pretty happy with fifth. Yeah, Andreas Raylud as well, not really surprising me. We thought he was going to be right up there. I thought Chris Liato's race was outstanding, second place, guts it out. Yep. And Dirk Bockel, only his, I think only his second nine when he raced Ironman New Zealand, finished third there, so it's th- a big step up. And Pete him. Jacobs, you know, he, he hung tough there. For a while there at the beginning of the run, I thought, oh, bugger, he's gone too hard on the bike and the yeah. swim, but you know, he, he hung tough to yeah. hold on to eighth because he actually went down to tenth at one stage, I think. And yeah, when he came past us, he was about ninth, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, ninth so. to tenth, yeah, and so he did really well. I think as far as I told him, he said to us he wanted a top ten, so he's got to be happy with his day. Yeah. Andy Potts, again, under circumstances, has probably happened, happy with his day. I think he had the third fastest marathon, would that be right, John? Uh, don't know about that. I guess that's one thing for me today is the marathon times of uh, slow. Appalling. It's not called appalling, given that. I know. But pretty good athletes, but hey, uh, two forty-eight. Pots was the third. Two forty-eight was the fastest, and, and out of the top ten, that's fastest by quite some way. Andreas Rayleigh, it was two fifty-one, uh, but you know that was. Uh, 
not what I was expecting. We, we, everybody was talking up, hey, are you guys going to be able to run 240? You know, that was the sort of thing that was going on. And I don't, we'll find out later on why, why it was a bit slow out there. And, and you know, Crowey's 820, slower than what he did last year. And you would have thought the conditions out there were probably better, but granted, we weren't out on the course. Well, it's, I just find it fascinating how much Chrissy dominates. So Chrissy got 22nd overall, including pro men. Yeah. Um, and she's just miles. When when Paula was this successful, was she just far ahead? Oh yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, so, it's just freak of nature stuff, isn't it? It is. It's outstanding. And, and you know, when she came across the line, you know, she said that was the hardest one she'd done. And, and it's, it's it must be so hard for those guys when you, you know when you come across the line and you put absolutely everything out there. This just, yeah, she not, was just not just for, not for the pros, but for anybody. You know, I've had experiences when you come across the line and everything just let, let's yep. go. And you've just got you know you can't control your emotions. And she, she was that way. You know, it took her a little while to compose herself. But John and I were pretty race. lucky. Yeah, we, we, we were in the media tent. We kind of saw that she was going to be coming in, so we went down and watched it. And we were right in the prime seats, and it was it was one of those kind of times when you're watching something in sport and you think, "Wow, this is pretty special. What's happening right here?" And uh, to actually see one of the records be broken here, which doesn't happen that often, does it? And we just had second place come across the line as we uh, did, and she was what 15 minutes? No, more than that. Maybe that. 16, 17 minutes behind. She had a pretty good run, didn't she? she we saw her at the beginning of run, Miranda Carfrey, and she was laying a smack down, she eh? She was, and she must have gone um, under... Three, uh, easy. Easy under three. And uh, so, great debut race for her. Yeah. Uh, so, we're just going to check on some footage. We've kind of, again, it's just kind of random crap. Some of it's good, some mm. of it's bad. But, uh, oh, we've already done that, haven't we? We have. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> it's done. Because <laughs> I process this later on in the day. Um, okay, sponsors? Sponsors. Challenge Athletes Foundation. Uh, get on it. Endurance <laughs> Sport Travel. Get on it. Athletes.com. Get on it. Tribos.com. Get on it. And CoffeesofHawaii.com. Get on it. What we're going to do for the rest of the day now is we're going to try to catch up with some age groupers, maybe even see if we can get a quick talk with a few of the pros. Highly unlikely, but we'll see what we can do. And uh, we'll be around at 12 o'clock to see the last people come on in. So Nice. Let's wrap it up, John. Iron Rats. I mean, don't. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. kaha.